Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Great Scott Podcast. Today, I'm joined by none other than the Podfather, Mr. Jack Terrell. How are you, what Jack? Up, what up? I'm doing good, baby. I'm doing good. Thanks for having me on. I'm excited. Well, thank you so much for being here. I'm glad that uh, I'm glad that you were able to carve out some time to do this. Yeah, no problem. Of course, this is my pleasure. Uh, I'm I'm really curious as to one thing. It's because uh, we've never met before. Yeah. But I I'm where where did you find me? Uh, mutual mutual friends. Oh, fair enough. Hey, listen, that's that's the name of the game. It is absolutely. Um, I'm actually going to be moving to California myself here in about a year, and um, so uh, just uh, I guess uh, wanting to make those connections and uh, have those people on on my podcast. Yeah, definitely, you could you could do you could do worse than that. Moving to California is <laughs> beautiful out here. Absolutely, I used to actually live out in California, but uh, had to come back home for something else. But that's another story. But uh, anyways, all right. Yeah. So. Um, so my first question for you today, Podfather, <laughs> I just love that. Apparently. Yes, that's all right. I'll make you an offer you can't refuse. <laughs> I'll give you a podcast you can't turn off, I guess. I don't uh, know what it would be. All right, that's it. Yeah, all right. So my first question is, uh, how did you manage to get your start in uh, entertainment? Did you uh, perform? Well, actually, my, father, my father worked for for 25 years in the entertainment industry so i kind of grew up around it so i had a lot of exposure to the inner working and the background of, of, of the process of, of making films and making tv shows and television and uh I, ever since an early age i had a, i had an interest in it i interned at a talent agency when i was 16 uh and then again when i was 18 and uh, I was always a huge movie fan. The dream was always to be an actor, but it didn't seem like a reality until I was about 19 years old. I, I auditioned for an off-off-Broadway production of uh, A Few Good Men, and I got the role of Colonel Jessup, even though I was very young, and they just they make up me and dyed my hair gray, and I shaved it, and, and it went, just the rest was kind of history. I fell in love with the craft. I fell in love with the work. And there's really no other feeling like being on stage. It's it's a high that it's that is that is not compared to anything else in life, in my opinion. And it's something I love doing. I absolutely agree with you. I mean, there is nothing quite exhilarating like being up on stage. Uh, I do comedy myself, and um, so I mean, once you're behind the mic and you have all those people looking at you, I know it can be nerve wracking, but at the same time, so much fun. It. Oh, it's it's better than anything. I love those nerves. It's crazy because, you know, every night it's different. And I, I don't know, that's something that can't be uh, overstated or understated enough. It's, it's, it's a lot of fun. What kind of comedy do you do? Uh, well, I do clean comedy. I know that uh, that might. That what? Might. <laughs> what? <laughs> Get me off the stage. Oh, goodness. <laughs> well, if acting doesn't work out for you, I see another profession. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're not, I mean, oh, sorry. <laughs> Um, babysitting. Yeah, I hear that. It's... <laughs> Have you thought about doing pornography? <laughs> no, no, no. Of course not. No, no, no. Wouldn't wouldn't work. I, this this is clean humor now. I'll, I'll, I can keep it clean. No, hey, I mean. <laughs> now, do you ever do religious comedy? I do. Yes, I do some. Uh, I have a few Jewish jokes. If, but uh... oh, I'm just I just here from Missouri, so I assumed. It's a Christian town. It is absolutely. We're part of the the Bible Belt, uh, obviously. So, uh, 
but uh, not everybody abides by that, obviously. So, you know. Uh, my grandparents are actually from Alabama. I visit every year. Oh, nice. It's one of nice. my favorite, favorite spots. Yeah, oh, I love it. I love it. I, I, I get down and have a cut-off T-shirt, wear a bandana. Go down, they call me Jackson Sparks, what they start calling me when I go down there. A lot of fun. We have a lot of fun on the 4th of July. Have you been to Missouri before? <laughs> I've never been to Missouri. Never. But I've always wanted to. What If I were ever to go, I know the food's probably incredible, but what would be the thing to do? Well, we have a couple sports teams here, the Chiefs and the Royals. Uh, we oh, have... Um, Let's see. I know you said basketball, but uh, we also have hockey and also a soccer team. They have college basketball up there. And, and they have college basketball, absolutely. But that's uh, seasonal here. Oh, uh, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, so uh, I hope that you get to come sometime. And, uh, uh, and Dude, it'd be totally dope. I'd be fucking down. I'm sorry, I'd be very down. That, that sounds very cool. Don't worry, I'll edit that out. <laughs> All right. Phew, that's what I like about these podcast things, you know? Yeah, you get to just go. <laughs> so, I'm all about uh, going. You seem like a cool guy, Mike. Uh, I'm having fun. Oh, ab- <laughs> uh, thank you so much. You haven't really gotten to get to know me yet, but uh, yeah. That's fair. That's a fair point. Yes. I'm a great judge of character. All right, all right continue on. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, um, so are you currently working on anything right now? Yeah, no, I'm going to be in, a, uh, in an off-Broadway show called The Fable of January and May. When I get back, which is uh, it's a take on uh, Master Chaucer's play called "A Merchant's Tale" by Chaucer. Sorry, which is about a, a an old man sends an assistant to find his assistant, an old rich man sends his assistant to find himself a wife, uh, um, because he thinks the assistant's gay. And he's like, ah, it's not going to be a threat. It's going to be a, just find me a wife. Finds a wife. Turns out the assistant's not gay. The wife falls in love with the assistant. Chaos ensues. I play the assistant. Nice. It's a lot, yeah, it's just, it's a comedy, a lot of fun. It's in a iantic pentameter, which is rhymes, and so that'll be fun when I get back. And I'm gonna be, fingers crossed, hopefully in a film in April, a football film. Uh, but I'm not sure if I'm allowed to release any information about that yet. Uh, oh, no, please, please, please do, please. Uh, no, I, I'm all right. Well, I essentially be playing the quarterback. Your sister's gonna be uh, playing the quarterback, really. Yeah, yeah, so I got to put on some weight. I have a basketball build because I played basketball in college. I played it in high school, and I was actually planning on that's what I was going to do. I was going to try out for the basketball team. I was in touch with the coach, um, and then I saw the audition for a few good men, and I went there, and I didn't even go to the tryouts. I ended up do- playing my second year um, at forward at, at Yeshiva University uh, and doing both, which was very hard to do. But, yeah, I have a basketball build. I have to build it up. Look like a football player for an April, and I'm also working on a web series. I'm in the beginning stages of uh, working on a web series, which will kind of be like a workaholics meets the Jewish community kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, uh, they have a lot of religious, um, Christian, religious, Jewish, religious Islam uh, series that have a built-in audience that don't have anything that I think represents the modern religious person. Where it's like, yeah, we'll smoke weed, we'll go learn, we'll go out partying, it'll, it'll be a lot of fun. So is that the Christians or the Jews you're describing? We'll smoke weed and go go to work and, and all that? I'm, I'm describing, I'm, no, I feel like everyone does that. Oh, okay, but right. there's not a lot of representation of, of uh, 
people identify themselves as, as religious, but also, you know, I guess flawed people, but humans, you know, teenagers, we're, we're out and doing things. Absolutely. It'll be controversial. People won't be happy, but that's what we do. We push boundaries, Mike. We push the boundaries. Amen. Amen. <laughs> we're boundary pushers, so that'll be a lot of fun. Um, I'm working with a group of guys that uh, I've worked with before. I saw them do stand-up at the Comedy Cellar in New York City. Uh, I got together with them. We had a meeting. I said, look, I like your work. Um, I'd love to work with you on something. And we have similar visions of what we want to do. The dream for me is to be a part of something where I'm working with people I really enjoy with and have a lot of creative control over the content that I'm producing and putting out and able to be an actor in something where I could showcase, I think, my strengths as an actor more than anything and have a lot of fun doing it. So it's really, that's what I aim to do with this. Now it's the first time making something, so it's really just to get our feet wet in the art of filmmaking. But uh, at the end of the day, we hope we can make it really good, really fun, and, and, and take it somewhere. Are you, uh, do you have an idea or currently working on the web series right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, it's, about th- it's about three guys, which are an accentuated version of myself, uh, and ex- uh, who is far left, w- the wild party boy. Hey, bro, let's go. That guy, there's oh, a guy nice. who's kind of in the middle. Who's an accentuated version of uh, my friend David, who's kind of like the voice of reason, middle of the pack. Maybe the show, some of the episodes that center around him. And then person all the way on the opposite side of the spectrum, Isaac, who's a little kind of a nerdy, uh, different crew of friends. But they're all roommates together. They all hang out. You know, he's trying to get girls. It goes to, you know, I think it goes to Jack for advice. Maybe he has anxiety and Jack tells him to smoke weed. David tells him to see a therapist. It's just. It's uh, it's a different yeah. That's who it accentuates around, and it takes place in New York City. And uh, each of these characters have their own goals and ideals and what they want to be. Jack, my character, for example, his goal it, he loves attention. He craves it. That's what he wants to do. He lives for it. He lives for that. He lives for sexual interaction, but. Mainly attention, he wants to be a clothing model, and, and usually things just backfire in his face, and it's, it's a lot of fun. We're at the beat. We don't have a script yet. We have some basis for ideas, but we're just getting the characters getting uh, down. Okay. Um, yeah. It's a, it's a, it's going to be fun. Yeah, it sounds like it. I mean, uh, it's definitely something that I would watch. Hopefully, uh, going, ah. going back to the pornography. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, no, no. But I'm saying anyway, so... Uh, well, hey. <laughs> but anyways, so um, you said that you're also a, a dancer. You also do some dancing as well. Hell yeah, I do some dancing. I used to be a bar mitzvah hype man. I used to, they used to call really? me up. Like, Who's ready for the Cupid Shuffle? And then i get kids together. We'd start doing moves. My mom, every time I go home, the mother-son activity, we go to dance classes. And uh, yeah, no, I really enjoyed doing it. There's one. Speaking of bar mitzvahs, I mean, one thing that I really do like and enjoy about it is uh, just the dancing around in the circle, doing Hava Nagila. That actually is so cool to me. I know that sounds weird, but that's just who I am. No, no, it's a lot of fun. My favorite thing is they spread them out because I'm six foot five. 
So I start breakdancing. My legs are flying everywhere. I'm kicking people in the face. I'm like, no, 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 back the F off, back up. Give me some space. And then we get into it, and it's just a lot of fun. I'm usually even not that great. When the real breakdancers come on, I go, okay, I did my job. I can walk off now. I try to open it up uh, for, like, the real good people to come on in. So do you still currently do that? Oh, no. That was my first year in college. I kind of do that as a side job. But uh, I still dance. That's for sure. You can't can't take me off the dance floor, Mike. can't take me off the dance floor. That's it's right. So Damn much it. Fun. Damn it. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I like it. You know, I, I, I ventured more into salsa and then doing stuff like that. And anything that I could, I just go like going out and having fun. Oh, it sounds That's like really it. Yeah, absolutely. It and uh, one thing that I also like is that you said that you're uh, a, a big family guy. You uh, are very, very close to your family as well as oh, I am with huge. mine. Yep. I'm I'm a huge no a huge family guy. I, I, I don't think there's any greater feeling in the world than, than being with the ones you care and you love most. Do they um, do they help is, you uh, stay stay grounded uh, in in this nutty business called show business? No 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 absolutely not. They give me no help whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, nothing. They just have me if I need a vacation and I need to just get to go visit my grandma down south or I need to visit my family in L.A. That's the outlet I have. Where it's a little humbler and simpler than the than yeah. New York City, which is fast paced and it's crazy, and you just you don't know who's close to you, who's not. Um, uh, you don't know what's going on, so they give you they give me kind of like that outlet, and, wow. and it's it's a lot more simpler. I get to go down to the suburban area and and, and have a have a good time with my family, you know. And uh, you also uh, love hosting events as well. No, that's the name of the game. Uh, I do love hosting events. Well, I like throwing them. I'll tell you why. This goes back to me liking the stage, liking putting on a show, liking being the center center of attention a little bit. I like people having a good time. One of the things that I think is one of the greatest gifts in in, in this world and in this life is being able to bring joy upon others, which is one of the reasons I love being on stage, even though (laughs) – I love being on stage. I love being given the opportunity to bring joy to others, to bring, uh, you know, just to have a good time, to, 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 to pump everyone up. So hosting events, Absolutely. whether it be a small barbecue, whether it be a little mixer, whether it be a, a movie night, whether it be a – it's nothing big. Obviously, I'm on a very small scale. I'm 22 yeah. years old. I just got out of college. Oh, congratulations. But anytime I could – oh, thank you, thank you. Anytime I could bring – people together to have a good time and 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 all about promoting free love and having fun and doing your thing that's that's what really life is about life is so short you know do right by others i believe in the golden rule but uh you know life is just, you, you gotta you gotta enjoy the gifts that's that's given to you on an everyday basis and one of those is family and one of them is love you know it's it's just some of the greatest things in the world you always stay positive i like that so much of the, I really do like that. Uh, I love that message, uh, and I hope that people do realize that, that that is what, what life is all about when they listen to this podcast. So thank you That's for saying cute. that. Oh, no problem, man. It does sound a little preachy, but it is what I believe in. No, I mean, hey, this is our time together, so get as preachy as you want. <laughs> True. I'm not plugging anything, so I, I, I don't need to be preachy. <laughs> <laughs> So, so how long are you? Yeah, no, no. Go ahead. 
No, 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 no. After you, I feel like I've, I've talked. I, no, I, no, 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 no. <laughs> please. So what? Uh, you said that you just got out of college. What? What was your major? I was marketing major. I was actually, I was actually engaged. I wasn't sure I was going to do this acting thing. I had met a really great gal, and um, I had a couple marketing jobs offered at, uh, at advertising agencies and, and telemarketing firms. Uh, but it didn't work out for the best. You know, it wasn't meant to be. But, and I just decided, look, like I said, life is short. I would not be happy. I'm a very outgoing. I'm very energetic and nutty zany character i wouldn't be happier content with myself if i didn't dream yeah. chase for these next two years i got the rest of my life and i feel it feel like i have a good resume i worked at uh talent agencies i launched a, a i launched a successful um social media marketing campaign called fuel for friendship if you want to check it out um and i feel like I, if that time comes where i need to go to the fallback i'll be okay that's right that's right i really do do like that um have to stay yeah, positive, no, positive throughout life. Yeah, have to stay positive throughout life. Absolutely. But uh, I do want to uh, go back to your question that you were going to ask. What question? Oh, yeah. How long have you been doing podcasts for? Uh, I've actually been doing it ever since last May. I've gotten to interview a few celebrities. Um, like, for instance, uh, the last one, I'm not sure if you'll call this guy a celebrity, but one of Chris Farley's brothers. Oh, um, right on, dude. Yeah. Uh, I've also gotten to interview Rob Belushi, who's John's nephew. Um, yeah. Uh, another one is uh, Rich Little, the the comedian. I know Rich Little. Yeah, man, that's a that's. Oh, look at you, Mike. Now I get I get uh, I get to but, be but in the name on. of some of those legends. But the most famous of all that I've gotten to interview is Jack Terrell. Oh please, not yet. One day, <laughs> one day. You know, I was actually at an event the other day. Uh, Dad took me to an event, and. Um, it was a Hall of Famer with the original cast of SNL. So I'm at this event, and I'm in the crowd, and I'm just looking, and it's like, all right, whatever. Oprah Winfrey was there, Larry Wilmore, oh, Jennifer wow. Garner, uh, Bill Murray, uh, Chevy Chase, Dan Aykroyd, all these guys. And after the event, there's a mixture, and we're just all like, kind of around. And I usually don't get uh, starstruck, but here I am with some comedy legends. There's... Bill Murray was there. Chevy Chase, Dan Aykroyd, uh, uh, Larry Wilmore. They were just schmoozing with, with everyone else. And I, and I was like, you know what? I will not feel content with myself unless I go up to someone and I say something. So I see Chevy Chase. And I go, I'm, all right, I'm going to say something. I go, Chevy! Jack Terrell, nice to meet you. I'm a big fan. He goes, I'm looking for my wife. He walks around and he just leaves. I go, oh. <laughs> Strike one, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> that, that didn't work out well. And then I saw, well, I saw Dan Aykroyd at the bar. He's awesome, really nice guy. I, we chatted a few for a, for a bit. I asked him a question. I said, "Jack Terrell, big fan. Uh, Danny, nice to meet you." I, I, I told him I love what they did with Bill. What the, they were doing the original cast of SNL, and Bill Murray wasn't a part of the original cast. He came on in the second season, but he was such an integral part of that original dynamic. That they honored him, they had him come up on stage. So I told him I, I, I commended that, and we talked about the new Ghostbusters film, and we thought, we talked about who we liked working with, who we didn't, and the little things. He said, well, my favorite people to work with, but, you know, anybody who, who bought into what we were doing and liked it to uh, follow with what we were doing, other, unlike people who didn't, like Frank Zappa. Yeah. So yeah. here, 
Dan Aykroyd didn't like working with Frank Zappa. There's your hot take for the evening. <laughs> <laughs> so where was this at? Uh, this is in uh, at, at in uh, Hollywood. This is at uh, some event uh, in the Valley. Oh wow! Here in, in Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, the Television Hall of Fame Awards. Oh uh, wow! Yeah, a lot of fun. Yeah, it sounds like it. Um, comedy as a whole has just changed ever since those days that you're talking about, and um, <clears throat> for me, just in my opinion, I mean, just. <sighs> The way that, that we're going for the outlet of what's funny and what's not might be a little bit questionable. Um, as far as the SNL goes, I mean, I'm, I'm just being opinionated here, obviously, but uh, I think that those days with the Chevy Chase and Dan Aykroyd, I wish that, that we would go, go back to those days because uh, I'm, I'm a fan of the old comedy rather than the, old, the, the new stuff now. What would you say is, is the biggest difference in the change of, uh, of comedy? Or do, or do you think it's become too political? Do you think it's become uh, a little no, too... No, no, Well, I mean, as you hear about all, all these comedians, uh, I just think political correctness is kind of overrated, let's just say. Yeah, no, I think it's ruining comedy for sure. But I think there's some goodness to it. I think I for agree. years, a, a lot of these... A lot of these guys who are out in Hollywood, and I, I, I'm I'm out here, so I I wouldn't be. I, I've been hearing so much about it. All these guys in Hollywood who've had power have been able to do whatever they want unchecked for so many years. I don't know if it's political correctness that's changed it, but I definitely think the power of social media has changed what is politically correct, what is not. Yeah, but absolutely. which I guess could be a downfall. But one of the upsides is these. People who have power were able to do whatever they wanted without being checked now no longer can. It's a truly a democracy with the power of social media. Now there's negatives and positives to it, but I think one of the positives is that people are getting punished for doing terrible things. Yeah. But I agree with you. I think I think I think anytime Jerry Seinfeld is getting yelled at for not being politically correct enough or not being by some NYU call, you know, journalism <laughs> major. It's a it's a fucking travesty. I know, ask me. I know, man. I know. I mean, Mel Brooks said the same thing here recently. <laughs> when you have Mel Brooks saying that, you know something's wrong. <laughs> oh no, no, lot is wrong. Yeah, lot is wrong. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I think that also reality TV might play a little bit of role into it as well. But um, into what? Into ruining? Into peace yeah, culture? Yeah, or? yeah. How so? Uh, well, I mean, as far as uh, what's on TV, I mean, like uh, the Jersey Shore was. Uh, I think they Ugh. still show. <laughs> I think that they still still show some freaking real. More like the Jersey Horse. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, there's uh, there's some great shows on like uh, Superior Donuts. I'm not sure if you've seen that show or not. No, I haven't seen it. Oh, you got to check it out. What's uh, it about? Uh, it's basically about millennials, um, but it has uh, Judd Hirsch and um, uh, Katie Seagal. Se yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, but I think that that show would be right up your alley right there. What's it called? Superior Donuts. Look at you. Are you getting sponsored by Superior Donuts? I wish. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got to see if it's a real recommendation or you're just, you're just giving me the juice. Uh, no, I would not do that. No, no, no. No, seriously, but you really have got to check this out. I think that's right. I'll check it out. It sounds cool. 
Yeah, absolutely. And then uh, a few other actors that I haven't heard of. But anyways, so I mean, pretty much... Um, so, basically, have you done stand-up yourself at all? Yes, I did. I, I have. I, I used to be... I used to, actually, I started in improv. That was my beginning stages in acting. When I was 14, I was part of the Studio City Improv Group. And we perform in Studio City, California, different skits and sketches. Um, when I, then when I got to high school, I didn't really have an improv scene. And I started doing uh, stand-up comedy at 16. And most of it was just based on making fun of my relatives down south, which killed up here <laughs> in California. They loved it. Um, and then I stopped for a couple of years. Uh, and, and then 18 or 19, I, I started doing uh, short films. At 18 and 19, I started doing stage. But really, uh, the stages were the, the passion kind of stuff. I didn't know what I was going to do. I kind of always did the, that, those kind of things for fun. Well, let me ask um, you, since, since we're on the subject, um, what makes for a good comedian, a successful comedian, would you say, these days? Timing. Comedic timing. I, I don't know. I, what can make the best for a successful comedian? I, I think it's really it's the setup. It's the timing. Uh, I, I think... It's being diligent. I think it's being a hard worker, and I think it's it's really workshopping. That's that's what it is, really. Not t not any one key. I feel like if you look at any of the great comedians out there, uh, any of the great, they're they've all put a ton of hard work in workshopping material, starting starting off their best stuff, trying to build off of that, working and working and working, going to clubs, going to things, bombing, failing. Getting back up and going again, I think that that's that's really the the uh, the key. I think, and it's just anywhere, but especially in comedy because it's so brutal. And it is. what would maybe funny to you, it may not be funny to a drunk patron in a Philadelphia bar. You know, <laughs> you know. So it's really yeah, it's really just diligence, and of course sense of humor, right? And I don't think you could be. I was at a. Uh, and, and just doing your set, I think. I think I was at a, a comedy club, and there's this guy who, and, and I, they tell you not to do this, but this guy just kept saying jokes that wouldn't fall on, but he'd pause, waiting for the laugh. And when it didn't come, you just saw this guy start to break down. And I just felt so bad for him. He had to keep going. It, it was hard to watch. It was hard to watch. Yeah. I would imagine, just imagine what it was like for him while you're watching him. <laughs> I didn't care so much. I, I thought it was quite humorous. Yeah. <laughs> not the stand-up. No, 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 no. The breakdown no, was no. humorous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah not, not the bit. No, no, no. The breakdown. Was that in, uh, <laughs> so was that in California or, or New York? Oh, uh, this was in New York. New York. Okay. But yeah. What's Rigorous. The oh, absolutely. Oh, my Rigorous. goodness. Oh, absolutely. I was going to ask you what, what the comedy scene was like there. Oh, like I said, rigorous. I mean, I, I love stand-up comedy. Like I said earlier, um, no, I'm not, I don't think it's on the level of Boston. Uh, some of the great comedians came, come out of Boston because everyone's just making fun of each other. I'm like, yeah, you know, fuck you. But uh, I think New York's comedy scene's up there. Definitely New York. You know, Chris Rock, Jerry Seinfeld. Uh, New York's got a great, great comedy scene. I mean, you, every time you go in Times Square, there's always someone selling you seats. I don't go as often as I'd like to, but uh, no, it's interesting. Yeah, that's kind of uh, yeah. I'm hoping to hit hit the New York comedy scene here pretty soon. Um, you gotta let me know, Michael. Uh. <laughs> I'd love to check you out. I promise. I promise. No matter how you do, I will. I will say you did amazing. 
Oh. <laughs> Never take me for my word when it comes to talking about friends. It's always going to be bullshit. I'm just giving you a heads up. All right, all right, sounds good, sounds good. I will keep that in mind then. But, uh, yeah, this next year, uh, like I said, I'm going to be moving to California and doing stand-up there. And um, so uh, pretty much I've, I'm actually going to be touring around the Midwest uh, next year first and then moving to, com- uh, to, to California uh, just to get some experience first and then uh, moving out there. Really? What's, what's the, what kind of stand-up do you do? What's the plan? Uh. Well, uh, I have about the four-state, five-state area. Just going to hit up the open mics there uh, for a few months, and then um, so pretty much uh, going to just uh, check check that out uh, and get some people laughing, make sure they they remember me. That's awesome. That's super cool. Yeah, Would, absolutely. Can I get a bit? Can we get a bit? What's that? Can we get a bit of my stand-up act? You mean? <laughs> yes. All right. Well. <laughs> There's something, okay. I think that this one might might be a. I'll give you this, but anyway. So basically, uh, today's today's my birthday. So um, uh, pretty much, my my boss at work asked me, "Are you going to celebrate it on Thanksgiving?" And uh, I go, "No, my my family only has room to celebrate one turkey per day." <laughs> That's good. Oh, speaking of Thanksgiving, I got a great family joke. That everyone could tell at the Thanksgiving table. All right, let's it's hear great, it. It's great, clean. It's a family joke. You know, you go to Thanksgiving, you see the in-laws, you see the cousins, you haven't seen them in a while, you want to impress your stuff because you were a weird high school kid. We get it. And Jack and Mike are here. We have, we have it. I got one. All right, all right. Ready, ready. All right. So there's a kindergarten teacher. She's teaching her class. She goes to her class. She says, hey, kids, hey. So what does a chicken give us? And the class goes, eggs. She goes, oh, very good, very good. What does a pig give us? Uh. They go, bacon. It says, oh, no, very good. Now, what does a fat cow give us? And the kids go, homework. <laughs> I've seen that somewhere before, I feel like. Oh, damn it, you've seen it. <laughs> Just fake laugh so people laugh. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should stick to acting. I'll stick to acting. I thought that was a good one. All right, all right fair enough. I'll stick all to right, acting. All right, all right, all right. But basically, well, this is why I don't do stand up anymore, people. Jack Terrell, everybody. Jack Terrell. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's the deal with that line phone? I don't know. You don't know. Damn, that's good. Wow, that was good. What a Seinfeld. Seinfeld. I, I only do. Sein- I only do him and Chris Rock. I can't do anyone else. Oh, let's hear a little Chris Rock. I that was good. That's good with. You people have got to go. That's, that's what it is. <laughs> that's all it is. Uh, we got actually, There's actually a bit that I do, um, or that I'm going to do. Actually, tonight I'm actually going to be performing on, on my birthday. But um, one of the things is, uh, speaking of uh, imitations, um, I'll, I'll, I'll do this bit for you. Um, Let's hear it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So pretty much, you know the show Full House, right? Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, pretty much uh, Michelle Tanner, her, her catchphrase is, uh, you got it, dude. So, uh, pretty much, what if other celebrities took the role of Mich- little Michelle Tanner? Um, like Bill Clinton, for example. <laughs> I don't think you got it, madam. I mean, <laughs> sir, I'm sorry. You look like a woman to me. <laughs> All right. Then how about... Uh, <laughs> How about Arnold Schwarzenegger saying, you got it, dude. I think you got it, dude. 
<laughs> so, <laughs> and then that's Dave's, funny. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, and then how about Sly Stallone? Hey, I, I, I'm not sure you, you even got it, dude. <laughs> that's my best slice. Slice. Stallone. But anyways, <laughs> and then last thing, last one that I would do is Doctor Phil. <laughs> so, so you. <clears throat> So you're saying that I should say that you got it when you really didn't got it. <laughs> you're making you're me gone. look like a fool, and then basically in turn you're making yourself look like a fool. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> so, anyways, yeah, that's just one one of my bits that I'm gonna gonna do, and uh, so I could do the whole ten minutes if you want to, but I mean, really, the star is you, not me. <clears throat> oh, please. Oh, so where do you where do you uh, usually put the podcast? Where 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 can people check it out? Uh, the the website. Uh, do you mean the website? Yeah. Uh, well, to promote my my own <laughs> my own podcast, it's uh, mjs five six seven dot dot com. Always looking for some new followers, and uh, if you'll share it, folks, that'd be fantastic. Oh, I would love to. I'd love to share it on on Facebook and Instagram and uh, Twitter. Be a fun thing to share. So, Absolutely. So let me ask you this. I know this is kind of a, a weird question, but um, what does the life of a actor look like? Uh, give us the breakdown of what a day for Jack Terrell looks like. Well, there's a lot of sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's a lot of bombs on the couch. Um, yeah. There's a lot of... No, no, they, no. Well, it's the day in the life. It's really not. It's, it's none of that stuff. It's just. It's a lot. Of, it's a lot of work. You're you're constantly trying to, like we mentioned with stand up. You're constantly trying to perfect your craft. You're going out on auditions. You're working on things that you want to work on that you like working on. You're, uh, you know. Yeah. Um, sending out your resume, your headshots, your. You're working. You're you're reviewing stuff you have, and you're working paycheck to paycheck. I'm a struggling actor. I'm not the fun, you know, already made it, having fun in Hollywood actor. I'm at the very beginning stages. When I make it, though, this is this will be the first place I go on to 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 promote uh, any new upcoming things. But uh, no, that's really what it is. It's a grind. It's not for everyone. No, it's not. No, I'd say. Um, I mean, the, the, grind, the grind is grueling. Uh, you keep getting rejected. Um, you just pray and hope that someone wants you for, for their project. And uh, yeah, uh, I, I mean, it's not as glamorous as it sounds. But it's a lot of fun. It's a lot, it, it's a lot of fun. Very rewarding. It is very rewarding, but it has to be a passion instead of you wanting to become the rich and famous person that. Oh, nothing to do with it whatsoever. I always tell people, like, if I can make a living just doing this, uh, even if it's paycheck to paycheck, but I'm on stage or I'm on film or I'm on anything, and I, no, but I, I think, would be the happiest person in the world. I think that you do have a face for, for television and for radio. Thank you. No, we've never met face to face. No, we've never met face, but if, just through pictures. Oh, through Facebook stalking. Through, yeah, I get through it. Facebook. <laughs> Damn it, this is my podcast, not yours Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry <laughs> Alright, but uh, anyways So um, <laughs> So when, when can we look out For the new web series uh, Any ideas on when, when the release date will come out? 
Uh, the release date, we're looking to release it in March. In March. March okay. of 2018, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you guys ever need but, extras, I'm always available. Mike, you're going to be the first person we call if we need extras. Are you kidding me? Oh, my That's God. what I call brand synergy. We get we get the podcast mogul, Mike Scott, and then we get <laughs> Hopefully, just a couple of... Know something? Speaking of, Let me hear Speaking of Mike Scott, you have no idea how many people on Facebook think that I am Steve Corral. <laughs> <laughs> I know. You happen to have the same name. You must have been pissed off when that show came out. I know. I know. I mean, pretty much... Uh, Women seem to like it, though. That's all that I care about, pretty much. But uh, <laughs> No, I actually, I actually got, got a message, because uh, there used to be also a pit, baseball pitcher by the name of Mike Scott, and um, said basically, hey, Mike, how much will you charge to sign autographs? We'll fly you down here and all that, and damn it, I wanted to say something, but I figure in my best judgment of being the moralistic person I am, I didn't respond. So <laughs> now, now looking back, I should have taken that. You offer. know, you should have. You should have messed with them. You should have just let him up and been a complete douchebag. <laughs> so people go, "This Mike Scott, the baseball player, is an a hole, <laughs> is an asshole." Folks, just get like, "I need Chinese Panda Express. I won't take any other Chinese restaurant <laughs> on the plane. You want my service? I'm sorry. Go to Jose Canseco because I, I'm not going to take it." And you should have just totally been a high-maintenance tool. Uh, uh. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. But, yeah. But I don't want to ruin his reputation, so. Huh? I didn't, I, well, I don't want to ruin his reputation, the actual Mike Scott. Eh, who gives a crap? Ah, uh, who gives a crap? <laughs> He'll be fine. He'll be fine. Like, how many guys have said, I just said something bad about Chevy Chase. I don't think it'll be a, a, affect anything that he does. He'll be fine. <laughs> no, I don't think so. No, no, it's not preventing him from being in community season eight or, or whatever the hell they're doing. <laughs> Worse. No one knows or, who he yeah. is, I'm sure, anyways. But uh... Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyways, Jack, good, yeah. luck, good luck with everything. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Are we wrapping up? We are wrapping up. Uh, I do want to help promote anything else that you may have. Um, so, all right, I have something I want to share with you. If you want to see some of my clips, there's a movie on Netflix called Barry. Barry, I'm yes. at the 29-minute mark. I have two lines. Are you wearing clothes? And I bounce. It's about Barack Obama and... By the way, that's, that's all I cast, man. I've already been typecasted. They, they have actors who can't shoot baskets, and people who shoot baskets who can't act. I kind of do both. They just that's what the cast is. But I'm in there. I have two lines. It's really fun. So that's one. And the second one is there's uh there's a movie on IFC called Wolves that I'm in that should be coming out on DVD soon. Y'all should check it out. It's a great film and stars Michael Shannon. Uh, it, it stars me. I know I, I have a couple of bits and pieces inside. I'd recommend it. I saw it twice. I think it's an amazing film. Absolutely. I mean, uh, anything you're in is good, man. Oh, Mike, you're a charmer. Knock it off, man. You're going to make me blush. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's my goal with every guest. <laughs> well, you're doing a great job. I, I, oh. I am charmed. I am charmed. I'm, I'm sure we're going to have to pull the ladies off of you, Michael. You're, you're throwing it with the charm. Well, let's just uh, say And then this. also, Bunkham, watch out for uh, Jack Joseph Terrell is my YouTube page. You guys can check out my stuff if you want. I, 
post I post on there uh, plays. Uh, the web series will be on there when it comes out in March. Buckram or Delinquents, we're, we're thinking of the name for it. And it should be a lot of fun, man. I miss you, wish you a lot of success. And until uh, next time, my man. Well, thank you so much, Jack. God bless you. I really do. Uh, I'll help you promote your web series when it comes out. I'll be looking forward to that. And, uh, hey, come back sometime, would you, when you uh, achieve all, all this success? Huh? Come, come back sometime when you become the big rock star that you that you yes, going to be. Yes, sir. You bet. Hey, listen, I'm all, uh, you, you, you hit me up before I was big. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely, man. And vice versa. All right, man. Podfather out. Podfather out. Absolutely. All right. Peace out, man. Bye-bye. All right. Take it easy.